Grace and peace to you on this Christmas Eve. Welcome to Matthew's Presbyterian Church. We are glad that you are here and worshiping with us on this wonderful night that our Savior was born. My name is Marcy Doak, and I'm the associate minister here. Our senior minister, Reverend Luke Mabry, is not with us this evening. Uh, he unfortunately tested positive um, for COVID a couple hours ago. So um, he is doing okay, and he absolutely sends his blessings and cares um, to you all to let you all know that he is thinking about you and um, would absolutely much rather be here than than recovering at home, but he is um, comfortable at home um, and he is resting. So please continue to keep him in your prayers um, as he um, has finally, I mean, he, we went through since, what, 20, 2020, um, always wondering kind of what that, what might be, what might happen, what if, and it is. And so here we are. But um, again, I'm happy to be with y'all and, and, um, and I'm glad that you're here. If you are a visitor with us, um, either online or in person, we would love to know that you're here. So please um, make sure you sign the um, friendship pads. And um, as they go down the pew, take a look to see who's a around you and, um, and make sure you greet those folks um, with a warm Matthews Presbyterian welcome. Also, if you are joining us um, virtually or online, we will celebrate the sacrament of the Lord's Supper this evening. So please make sure you have um, the elements. It can be bread, water, um, juice, crackers, whatever you've got available so that we can all participate together as we celebrate the sacrament, as well as, it, as our tradition to have uh, candlelight, um, uh, lighting the candles during, um, during Silent Night at the very end. So make sure you, know, you can participate as well and have a candle available at home. Uh, we are collecting a special offering this evening um, on Christmas Eve, um, and it will go toward and benefit the Matthews Help Center, which um, does quite a bit of work in our community um, for all sorts of varying reasons for, for folks that, that do need help. So whatever we collect tonight, um, definitely in cash will go there, as well as if you would like to contribute, just make sure you note that on your check um, in the memo line for the helps, Matthews Help Center. And also tomorrow morning, um, after you know, y'all get through whatever you, your, your custom is to do in the morning of Christmas Day, um, come join us. We're gonna be at worship. So we will be back here tomorrow morning at 10.30 for a, um, a Christmas Day worship service. So we would love to, love to see you here or, or certainly join us online. Um, and again, we are very glad that you're here today. Uh, so let's go on ahead and prepare our hearts and minds to worship the Lord. Please join me in the call to worship. In the holy darkness of this night, mid labor pains and newborn cries, Angel songs and tremors of fear, tears of relief and looks of amazement. Our Savior takes his first breath. He comes to us. Let us worship God together.
God's amazing love is this, that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. So in humility and faith, let us dare to approach the throne of grace with confidence and confess our sins. Let us together confess our sins with the prayer printed. Let us pray. Holy God, you have come among us as an immigrant child born in poverty. We confess that we have not welcomed him or given him a home. Forgive us, we pray. Forgive our ignorance and our fear that we may embrace the light of Jesus Christ, world of darkness and sin. Give us grace and courage to follow that light, to accept it and be generous all that you have given us. Let us continue our prayer silently. Amen. Friends, hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. And scripture says that Christ even prays for us. So anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. See, the old life is gone and a new life has begun. So know that you are forgiven and be at peace. And God makes it possible for us to live together in peace with each other and with God. The peace of Christ be with you. You may be seated. We light this candle as a sign of the coming light of Christ. Advent means coming. We are preparing ourselves for the days when the nation shall beat their sword into pillow shares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom like crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy in singing. The Lord will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. Let us walk in the light of the Lord. Let us pray. We are thankful that you come to us on this holy night, O God. As your word is read, proclaimed, and enacted, open our ears that we may, we may hear it and our hearts that we may receive it. Through Jesus Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. Our Old Testament reading this evening comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. Let us listen for God's word. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. 
Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and evermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. may be seated. <clears throat> Our gospel reading this morning, or this evening, <laughs> comes from uh, the gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Hear now the word of the Lord. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while... Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. 
And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it has been told them. This is the word of the Lord, and all God's people said, Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Ellie Wiesel, Wiesel um, was a victim of the Holocaust. He survived, came, he survived, and then came whom came to whom was told and wrote about a book that was called Night, about his experiences in the concentration camps. Some of you may have read it. If you have not, please do not read it tonight or even this season. Read it in the kind of the doldrums of January when you might be already kind of seasonal depression going on anyway. But at any rate, Ellie Wiesel tells this story in that book that I really do think captures much of the truth of the Incarnation. I'll spare, the, spare you the details, but as the story goes, when he first got to the concentration camp at 12 years of age, he was separated, of course, from his mother and his siblings. He witnessed horrific human suffering, so horrific that I really don't want to divulge the details. Somebody from behind him whispered in his ear, So, where's your God now? Elie Wiesel responded almost by instinct that God is with those who are suffering, right with them. And I've got to tell you, that's kind of the PG version of that. Um, but even then, it is enormously powerful just to consider what this man saw, what he experienced in terms of human suffering, and instinctively responded that God was right there with those people that were suffering. 
And as you know, as well as I do, that Jesus was, wasn't born in a penthouse suite. No, Jesus was born really on the wrong side of, tra- of the tracks. And actually, Bethlehem then, and today for that matter, was one big bad part of town. God entered our world in the midst of human suffering. And God is still uniquely present amidst that suffering. So 2022 has been a particularly rough year for lots of people. As y'all know, Luke's mother died in 2022. She was perfectly healthy last Christmas at this time. And then she died in June. He then came back to church and conducted four funerals. And now, as we learn, he's at home this evening dealing with the effects of COVID. And much of our low, dark points have been very obvious, although not all of them are. Some are only known to us, to us individually. In all of them, though, God is uniquely present, suffering with those who suffer, weeping with those who weep, mourning with those who mourn. When Jesus uttered, blessed are the poor, as his first word of his words of his first sermon, he really wasn't speaking figuratively. The word became flesh some 2,000 years ago among those who were suffering. And it still does. And that, friends, is powerful. Reverend Mabry tells the story of a friend of his who holds her religious opinions in very high esteem, claimed that it was overrated that Jesus entered into this world among people who were suffering. Who cares, she asked him once, if God weeps with those who weep? I don't need another tear in my beer, she told him. My beer has plenty of tears as it is. If all God can do is cry with those who cry, well, what's the point? And as much as I hate to admit it, I think Luke's friend has a point. I think many of us have felt that point loud and clear this year. Why is it, after all, that the Holocaust that Elie Wiesel experienced was so recent? And why is it that in a place and time not far at all from here, that night is not remotely silent and anything but holy? Why is that? And I don't know the answer to that. I wish I did. Neither, of course, do they in this story. The gospel writer of Luke covers a broad array of characters and places his version of, of the Christian, Christmas story. He starts out with Emperor Augustus, the leader of the known world. The thought was then that Emperor Augustus was godlike. Maybe so, but he was thoroughly feeble and ignorant. Historically speaking, Augustus had no idea that some little peasant 
refugee kid was being born in a place he couldn't find on a map that would upend his little empire in a very short amount of time. Historically speaking, when it came to the rise of Christianity, Augustus and his, and his like were a joke. Then you've got the shepherds, whom the writer of Luke never really mentions before or after this story. Or you've got Matthew's magi. They may have thought they were wise, but they must have been a bit surprised when their star led them to a slum in Bethlehem. Like Luke does with the shepherds, Matthew never mentions them again either. It's not clear exactly what the shepherds or wise men knew, but it's clear that it wasn't much. And then there's Mary. Mary, did you know? That's a famous song right now, you know. The song notwithstanding, the answer to that question is no. Neither did Joseph know. All of those characters may have had a glimpse, but it was a very, very small glimpse. And yet somehow, some way, all meaning, all hope, all direction for human history, all knowing, all goodness, all power, all grace, are all somehow, somehow embodied in that vulnerable, helpless little infant in the conflicted little town of Bethlehem who grows up to save the world from its madness. That is what, by faith, I know. And that's about all I know, but I do know that, and so do y'all. So whatever your condition is tonight, you are not alone, and you are not without hope and a future. I would like to say that whatever ails you and us in 2022 will not ail you and us in 2023. I would like to say that whatever addictions you had or sadnesses you felt or loss or sin or grief or doubts or fear would not at all return next year. I wish I could say, like Martin Luther King once said, that the moral arc of the universe bends toward justice and peace. I just don't know whether that's true or not right now. But God has entered that ark. In Jesus Christ, God has entered into our condition, our addictions, our losses, both known and unknown, our families, our work. our prejudices, our blind spots, and friends, our humanity, every bit of it, all of it, God has entered into those places. A light shines in them ever and always. Hope is always there, and grace is always abundant. I do know that. I've seen it with my own eyes. And so have you. The light that is Jesus Christ shines now 
and forevermore. And nothing, absolutely nothing in all creation will ever overcome it. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God has blessed us with more than we can say or understand. Let us now give back and worship God with our tithes and offerings.
Friends, this is the joyful feast of the people of God. They will come from east and west and north and south and sit at table with the kingdom of God. According to Luke, when our risen Lord was at table with his disciples, he took bread, blessed it, and broke it. And he gave it to them. Then their eyes were open and they recognized him. This is the Lord's table. This is not a Presbyterian table. This is the Lord's. And our Savior invites those who trust him to share in this feast which he has prepared. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Eternal God, holy and mighty, it is truly right and our greatest joy to give you thanks and praise and to worship you in every place where your glory abides. In sending us your Son, Jesus, to be born of Mary, your word became flesh, and we have seen a new and radiant vision of your glory. His name is above every name the Prince of Peace and Savior of all. In him, we have been brought out of darkness into your marvelous light. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with the heavenly choirs and with all the faithful of every time and place who forever sing to the glory of your name. Holy, O God of majesty, and blessed is Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. You sent your only begotten, in whom your fullness dwells, to be for us the way, the truth, and the life. Revealing your love, Jesus taught those who would hear him, healed those who believed in him, received all who sought him, and lifted the burden of their sin. We glorify you for your great power and love at work in Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from from slavery to sin and death, and made us a new people by water and the Spirit. We give you thanks that the Lord Jesus, on the night that he was arrested, took bread.
And after giving thanks to you, he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples saying, take, eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup saying, this cup is a new covenant sealed in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink of it, do this in remembrance of me. Remembering all of your mighty and merciful acts, we take this bread and this wine from the gifts you have given us and celebrate with joy the redemption won for us in Jesus Christ. Accept this is our sacrifice and praise and thanksgiving as a living and holy offering of ourselves that our lives may proclaim the one who crucified and was risen. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Gracious God, Pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these your gifts of bread and wine that the bread we break and the cup we bless may be the communion of the body and the blood of Christ. By your Spirit, unite us with the living Christ and with all those who are baptized in his name that we may be one in ministry in every place. As this bread is Christ's body for us, Send us out to be the body of Christ in the world. Help us, O God, to love as Christ loved. Knowing our own weakness, may we stand with all who stumble. Sharing in his suffering, may we remember all who suffer. Held in his love, may we embrace all whom the world denies. Rejoicing in his forgiveness, May we forgive all who sin against us. Give us strength, God, to serve you faithfully until the promised day of resurrection when with the redeemed of all the ages we will feast with you at your table in glory. Through Christ, with Christ, in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor are yours, O God. And as our Savior Christ has taught us, let us pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So as we come forward, I'll ask that the, um, the folks come down the front, down the rows, and the outside come down the rows, and then back on the outside of their, their rows. Um, we'll have the elements for, for the two um, sections over here on these tables, and then um, for this, these two sections right here, here, and we have a gluten-free option as well. So every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you're, you proclaim the saving death of the risen Lord until he comes again. So come, all is ready.
Friends, these are the gifts of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. We are grateful, God, for this holy mystery in which you have given all of us to yourself. Grant that we may leave here strengthened and empowered to give ourselves to you and your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them, light has shined. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him, was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and life was the light of all people. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it.
Friends, joy to the world. The Lord has come. Emmanuel is with us. God is with us. That is a sure and perfect promise from our God. So as you leave here today, go with that knowledge. Go with that promise. And may the love of Jesus Christ, our Savior, and our Father and Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you all this day, now and forever. Amen.